Hello and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews and my final look at the Mad Max franchise with 2015's Mad Max Fury Road. A new Max for a new millennium and a new generation. Starring Tom Hardy as Max, however, I say he just cameos in this as Charlize Theron is the real true star. This, sadly, is the fifth time I've saw this and to me this movie gets worse every time I see it. It is just an excuse for loud noises, explosions, boring car chases and a goddamn guitarist. I first saw this in the IMAX theatre and was so bored within the first five minutes. I hated almost everything about this bloody turkey. Uh, they should have let the franchise die with the Thunderdome instead of bringing it back 30 years later. Anyway, I won't go into the history of trying to get Mad Max back in onto the screen. I'll just dive right into this. So, with that, it is on with the show. Oh, by the way, if you're a fan of this, thank you for listening. But, turn it off now, as I hate this movie and it's right out there with one of my most hated movies, along with Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 and 2. Starring Tom Hardy, Charlize Theron, Nicholas Holt and Hugh Keyes Byrne, directed by George Miller. The plot. Ha! That's a laugh, there is none. Okay, if I must. Max, a wild, crazy man of the wastelands, helps a, a group of women escape the grass of an overlord in order to get to the quote-unquote green place. Arriving, they find it has gone, so back they go to reclaim the overlord's home. The movie opens up with a voiceover from our quote-unquote star and a new Max, Tom Hardy, as he explains the world is now over, looks a fell, and the world has gone to shit. Then in kicks the credits and Charlize Theron is above our quote star. What the actual fuck? She is a good inch or so above Tom Hardy's name in the credits. After his voiceover ends, we see Max taking a piss as a two-headed lizard scurries around. And a little girl's voice can be heard asking for help. In the shot is the iconic V8 car. I hope you like this one because it gets destroyed seconds later. After more madness voices, this time from a woman saying you promised to help us, he kills Lizard and eats it, and then gets into his muscle car and roars off getting chased by war boys. Is this the same Max of Thunderdome Are the voices of Lost Boys they left back in Oasis Hole? Who knows and who cares as it's time for a bloody car chase. For the record, I think this is a different Max as there's a throwaway line in 1979's Mad Max about how all the people from Fury Road are bug nuts. So, this takes place the same time as Mad Max 1979. Anyway, back to this movie. Max fires up his V8 and roars off mere seconds later. He's caught by the War Boys and the V8 is destroyed and Max is dragged to their hideout where they give him a haircut and tattoo his body saying by his blood type, no radiation and his genitals are perfect etc etc. Before he can be branded, Max tries to escape and has more flashes of the little girl as the war boys chase him down a sewer pipe. He escapes this horde of half alive, bald, pale, white, cracked skin war boys only to have more madness voices and flashes as Max has nowhere else to run as he is at the end of the pipe and is finally caught and dragged back in. Up flashes the titles, five minutes in, and I hate this movie already. Nothing is explained, there's no point to anything, and it's just dull. We then meet the true star of this movie, well the back of her neck anyway, in Imperator Furiosa, played by Charlize Theron. We see how she, she has been branded and she only has one arm and the other one is a robotic claw type thing. Why she only have one arm is never explained. She is the driver of the Warrig, a huge 18-wheeler 
as in his tower, the half-dead Immortan Joe, played by Hugh Keysburn, the same actor who played Toe Cutter in the original Mad Max, has his plastic ribs and breathing mass placed on before heading out to the crowd to bark orders and release the water to the dozens of people under his thumb. So, uh, with that huge waste of water, Joe sends out Furiosa to Gastown to get gas and Bullet Farm to get bullets in a tankard full of mother milk, which is breast milk. Only after he scalds the starving and thirsty crowds below, but not getting used to water as it will turn you insane. With that, Furiosa roars out with a small party of war boys in tow to Gastown. Meanwhile, Max gets hooked up to the half-dead war boy as him being a quote full life is used as a blood donor, a literal living breathing blood bag. I just love how these war boys are all supposed to be half dead but are built like shipwreck houses. How? They're supposed to be dying of radiation poisoning for god's sake. Furiosa heads off road and heads east, much to the confusion of her lead war boy, the Ace, played by John Ills. In his milking room, Joe gets one of his sons, Erectus Erectus, get it, dick hard, played by Nathan Jones, a former WWE wrestler, to taste the breast milk of dozens of fat women. Another one of Joe's sons, Corpus Colossus, played by Quentin Ken Hal, I think I pronounced his name, a dwarf with breathing difficulties and deformed limbs, warns Joe of Furiosa going off road. With that, Joe runs off to his safe to find out if his five wives are still there, only to find it empty and held at gunpoint by Miss Giddy, played by Jennifer Hagen. As the old woman tells Joe, Furiosa is running away with the girls and they are indeed not his property. We finally meet Nux, played by Nicholas Holt, as he hears the war drums and begs to be in the war party even though he can barely stand and is half bloody dead. Yet later on in the movie he's jumping over a place and is indeed one of the heroes. For the record, I hate these bloody war drums and that goddamn stupid dwarf warrior with that goddamn ridiculous flamethrowing guitar. Why I hear you ask? Well, the first time I saw this, a group of super annoying teenagers screamed and shouted every time they heard that stupid drumming war drums and that ridiculous riffing guitar every time it was on screen. After five or so minutes, it drove me up the fucking wall. Moving on. Once Nuxie's blood bag, aka Max, is hooked up to his car by the organic mechanic, played by Angus Simpson of Insidious fame, he's roaring into action with Max chained to the front of the car and muzzled with a garden fork. Utterly fucking stupid. The chase is on, with that stupid dwarf warrior attached to huge subwoofers with bungee jump ropes, playing a flame-throwing guitar, which according to Intimate Video Base, weighed 131 pounds. This is beyond stupid. Why would you take a waste of gas into Battlefield with you? With Furiosa ignoring Joe's flares, Furiosa takes on a rival gang, which is just an excuse for another dull chase and boring explosions. Nux and Co catch up to take on the buzzards, or the gang, that is, Again, yet more explosions. And right here I'm getting flashbacks of the god-awful Xbox One game that came out around the same time as this turkey did. Why is this a turkey? Well, well, we made five million dollar profit from a hundred and fifty million plus movie. Actually, I think it all made a hundred and fifty-five million dollars, therefore it lost money. Bloody turkey. Anyway, yeah, the almost unplayable buggy Batman Arkham wannabe Mad Max game is utter 
shit and avoid at all bloody costs, with the war boys throwing their spears, tipped with explosives, at the spike cars of the buzzards. One gets shot at close point range in the face of a crossbow, and he sprays himself with, get this, silver spray paint, which supposedly gives him a boost. Then he leaps onto the buzzard car and kills the driver and takes himself out with an explosion. Heading into the storm cloud, another thing which is a bane of the bloody goddamn game of sand electrical field, Furiosa tries to lose Joe and the Warboys. In goes Joe and that stupid dwarf warrior. Furiosa fights off a Warboys truck, which gets sent flying into the CGI nightmare of a messy explosion, because this is fucking ridiculous. 90% done for real my ass, the CG is fucking terrible on this movie. As Nux's spear thrower takes on Max, and Max throws him to his death, so Nux decides to kill himself for the thrill of Valhalla, spraying himself with silver spray paint and releasing the gasoline to ram into the war rig. Max stops him from using a flare to blow up the gasoline, and he's rammed by the war rig, which blows up Nux and throws Max out of the vehicle. Okay, he is dead. There is no way he survived that crash and the way he was ragdolled like no other as he was taken to the air and spun around and dropped his head multiple times. But nope, the storm has cleared and he's still alive. To make things worse, so is bloody well Nux. Absolute fucking bullshit. In a distance, Max hears Furiosa trying to clean the dust from the Warrig's engines, so he has no choice but to carry Nux after he failing to blow Nux's hand off with a shotgun as it misfired. It's here is a playboy's wet dream, as five wives take a shower in water while wearing skin-tight white clothing, barely covering anything. Max holds Furiosa and the girls at gunpoint, however she kicks his useless ass. One of the five wives, Splendid, played by Rosie Huntington Whitley, hands Max the water hose. By the way, she's supposed to be heavily pregnant, my arse, the stomach looks like it's made of plastic. Spraying water everywhere, Nux comes to and helps Max after he gets his ass handed to him by an enraged Furiosa. In the distance, Joe and his men are approaching at top speed. After more fighting, Max finally gets the better of Furiosa, as Nux hands Max bullets for the hidden 9mm gun Furiosa grabbed during the fight. Max gets Nux to cut his chains and he steals a war rig. As Joe and his men approach, Max shoots Splendid in the leg. Driving off, the rig stalls. Running to catch the rig, Furiosa tells Max no one can drive the rig but her. Also, Joe no will not be pleased that he has damaged one of his property, aka the wife. Also, to run with him to the quote-unquote green place of many mothers. In the rig, Max gets all of Furiosa's guns from around the cabin and fills a bag. Furiosa tells Max to look out the window to see the Gastown Warboys, led by People Eater, played by John Howard who is a cannibal with a metal nose, for no reason. In his party are polecats, which are men on long poles, which swing around during battle, counterweighted by motor engines, which are bloody ridiculous. And flamers, guys with gigantic flamethrower arms. How did these men know what was going on? There is no technology, or, or telephones even. Max finally does something useful when Furiosa sends him out to reattach the fuel pod, in the meantime, Nux has crawled under the rig and is now in the cabin. He tries to choke Furiosa, so she holds him at knife point, which is the top of the gear stick, but the wives don't let her kill him. Max finally has the garden fork off his face and tells Furiosa she has more friends, the Bullet Farm Warboys. 
The wife's tossing nuts from the cabin after he won't stop spewing Joe's propaganda bullshit, saying that Joe is immortal and she'll take him up to Valhalla. The girls say this is utter bullshit and quote unquote, who killed the world? And right here is my main point of this fucking movie. It is sexist. It all boils down to a battle of the sexes. Like it was only men that destroyed the earth, so no woman fought in World War Three. There's no female leaders in the world then. If this was 1984, hello, Maggie fucking Thatcher. It is also has men as useless, pathetic, weak losers. I'm sorry, feminist, but if you want equality, things have to be equal, not one-sided. Back to this movie. Furiosa gets the wives and Max to hide as she drives into another gang's turf. Just how many fucking gangs are in this area? And for God's sake, you have Joe, some war boys, the Gastown war boys, the Bullet Farm war boys, the Buzzards, and now these, the Rock Riders. Furiosa shows Max, which switches at restart the rig, and goes out to see if the deal is good she made weeks earlier with the gang. Unfortunately, Splendid goes into labour, so Furiosa gives Max the nod to make a run for it, just as Joe's men show up and they blow the entrance, stopping Joe. Joe, however, just drives over the rocks with Nux on board his gigantic monster truck. Yet another chase, this time with the gang on motorbikes, because that's different and change things up, doesn't it? Nope. As Max drives on, after dealing with the dirt bike riding gang known as the Rock Riders, stupid fucking name. Mind you, all these names in these movies are fucking stupid. Joe catch up with a war rig in his monster truck. Once the Rock Riders fuel pod is blown up, they give up because of course they would. Nux gets sprayed by Joe himself with the silver spray paint and then thrown on board by Rictus with orders to put a bullet in Fiosa's head and he'll take him himself to the gates of Valhalla. What is with this Valhalla shit? They aren't Vikings but they are bloody Australian. For God's sake. Moving on. Rictus fires a harpoon, which sticks to the wheel of the rig and traps Maxie's hand. So, Splendid goes out to cut the chains and she falls under the wheels of Joe's monster truck, which Joe crashes and Joe mourns the death of his wife at the side of the road. While up ahead, the rig stops in desperate of water. So, one of Joe's wives, Chido the Fragile, played by Courtney Eaton, takes this chance to run back to Joe. Chased down by the others' wives, Dag, played by Abby Lee, Capable, played by Riley Keough, and Toast the Knowing, played by Zoe Kravis, daughter of Lenny, trying to desperately get her back. Friosa takes a shot at her, however, she hits a war boy in the distance and blows up his bike because she's a bloody Wonder Woman. Joe's men finally get the path clear and they all make it through. Yay, that includes that fucking annoying dwarf warrior. Driving on, Max asks where they're going, with Friosa saying the green place. A good day and night's drive to the east. She heads up out to the base on repairs, and Max sends out one of the wives to be a lookout to the back, to where she finds Nux crying. She comforts him, telling him everything's going to be alright, and just like that, they fall in love. Driving into the night, they drive into the sludge field and lose a grip. Now stuck in sludge, another part I hate about the bloody game, in which Joe's men are catching up even though they're stuck in the sludge themselves, Max changes the tyres and lays bombs to take out Joe's men. Sadly not that annoying Dorf warrior. Joe's men get stuck in the sludge also, so Joe gets the organic mechanic to cut the baby from Splendid's dead body. It turns out to be a baby boy and to be perfect in every way. And he 
the mechanic says it needed another two months to be perfect, but she went into labour in the back of the rig earlier, therefore she's nine months, not seven months, but moving on. Who gives a fuck about details? Because this movie fucking sure as hell doesn't. One of Joe's brothers, I think the leader of the bullet farm, tracks down Max and Co, who are again stuck in the mud, in his tank. So Max takes shots at him using a sniper rifle, but misses. But surprise, surprise, Furiosa takes one shot at him and stops the tank and blows his bloody eyes out. Using a dead tree to get free, the rig is stuck again in the bloody mud. As the tank takes pot shots at them, so Max takes a jerry can full of fuel and stops the tank. Stopping every so often to refill the radiator with water and Nux running ahead into the darkness to spot the sludge fields. Furiosa finally stops as Max catches up with a bag full of guns and bullets. Bullets even. They drive on through more sludge, with men on stilts shooing away crows from dead trees. Driving on, Max awakes from one of his maddest nightmares, only for Fiosa to tell him she knows the green place exists as she was born there, and she was indeed abducted when she was six years old. That was 3,000 plus days earlier. Up ahead, she spots a naked woman up a electrical pylon, then is ambushed by the gang of many mothers until one says she's Furiosa's aunt. Eh? The gang, unsurprisingly, are standoffish with Max and Nux, and I swear, if this is all the way around, people up in fucking arms. The gang leader, the Keeper of the Seeds, played by Melissa Jafar, the oldest in the cast, being 84 or 85, tells Furiosa the green place was gone, and it was a place with the crows. She says the water was foul, and the earth was barren and dead. So with that, Fiosa falls to her knees and shouts at the heavens. And since this is an hour and five minutes into this two hour odd movie, I just cannot be arsed anymore with this utterly ridiculous movie. She about turns, heads back to Joe's hideouts, along with killing him and Rictus. She takes over the water plant and kills the dwarf as Max slips off into the night. So that was a huge waste of two hours. It feels more like fucking six this fucker drags. Why did I hate this movie? Well, a few things. The story goes nowhere. We learn nothing of Max. This is more Furiosa's movie than Max's movie. The whole battle of the six is bullshit. Also, no one stands up to a half-dead Joe. And the prime reason is that goddamn dwarf warrior and that fucking stupid flame-throwing guitar and his ridiculous drummers. So for that and many, many more reasons, I'm going to give this thing a 0 out of 10. Nothing, nada, zip, zero. I hate this movie. It is just one big car chase for no goddamn reason. 0 out of 10. So don't forget to... Follow me on SoundCloud and leave a like if you want to, that is. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and email me what you thought of this podcast to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other podcasts of Aliens, Doctor Who the Movie, Batman Returns, Donnie Darko, Die Hard and more. And don't worry, they're actually more professional. This one was, this one just wasn't great because the movie was bloody terrible. Also look out my other franchise podcasts such as Omen, Psycho, Resident Evil, Underworld and The Fly, plus dozens more. So, we didn't need another hero after all, and I hope to god this franchise is dead. Come back next month for my look at killer spider movies, including Eight Legged Freaks and Arachnophobia. May is Star Wars Month, June is Lost Boys, July is American Pie, 
August is Summer of 87, September is Hannibal Lecter movies, and October is Halloween. The Hellraiser movies, and a goodbye.